Fire Brigade. Yeah, hello. Hi, in the fire, flat 16 Greenfield Tower. Sorry, a fire where? A flat 16 Greenfield Tower. And as of this morning, I'm afraid to say there are now 79 people that we believe are either dead or missing, and I have sadly have to presume are dead. Uh, this fire was one of the biggest disasters to strike this country since the Second World War. Tonight at six, a huge fire engulfs a tower block in London. At least 12 people have been killed, dozens injured, and the death toll is expected to rise. How does a community become stronger than ever after a deadly fire taking 72 innocent lives? Today, we are going to be retelling the story of how the community helped those affected by the Grenfell Tower fire. My name's Alyssa, I'm a student from West London. Hi, I'm Narvi and I'm a student and I'm very much interested in politics and government. Hello, I'm Sonia. I'm a student and I live near Grenfell. My name's Ioni. I'm a student from West London. Hi, I'm Maria. I'm a student at the Global Academy and I live near Grenfell Tower. But before we do that, let's go back to the night of the fire. In the early hours of the 14th of June 2017, a fire broke out in the Grenfell Tower block in West London. A malfunctioning fridge freezer started the fire in one of the four floor flats. The fire spread rapidly due to the cladding and burned for over 60 hours. After the fire was finally put out, people began to ask questions. How did the fire start? Could it have been prevented? And could the death toll have been less if the fire brigade acted differently? Three months later, shoes. an inquiry began to understand every detail of the fire, and it is still ongoing over two years on. The media had a huge role during and after the incident, with coverage on multiple platforms. Articles were published, social media posts were made, and news shows quickly covered the event. The words of the fire spread amongst the nation and the world before it was even put out. In the days that followed the horrific fire, the community came together in a way that London hadn't ever seen before. The amount of donation was described to be sensational. There were over 40,000 boxes of donations collected that they had to be moved into warehouses to make more space. People provided food, clothes and even offered a bed for the victims to stay in. The aftermath was very eventful. As well as the investigation going ahead, the stress was on. Those who had their home burnt down had nowhere to go and no belongings. Two local churches provided shelter for the Grenfell residents and even a football club offered their venue as a relief centre. They took in donations and helped organise them into piles for all victims. Labour councillor Mohamed Bakhtir, who lived only 300 yards from Grenfell, spoke about the contribution he made towards the victims. I feel as if I have been affected in a positive way. I've met so many good people in the community. I didn't know this good existed. It's a fantastic thing. Bakhtir also said his wife cooked saucepans of biryani, soup and salad for over 1,000 people, including residents, volunteers and emergency service workers. These are just two out of so many good Samaritans who donated their time and items in a bid to help those affected and their families. Who knows how much harder it would have been for the victims to get back on their feet if the community had not come together in a way that London had never seen before. As the survivors of Grenfell were beginning to reckon with the tragedy, people in London and around the world were waking up to hear of the devastating fire. It was a teacher who'd come from that way. She just came in school and just going on about it, saying that there was loads of debris everywhere and that it was just really tragic. I thought it was just a film because 
the way the whole building was burning. It was just crazy. I believe I was watching the news like in the morning. So I heard about it the next day after. I didn't clock it until it was like next morning because my family doesn't watch TV. And when it became bigger, obviously like next morning in school, everyone was talking about it. I was like, wait, what, where, what, what country is this? You know, when I realized what happened, I was kind of shocked. And it was quite, kind of close to my house as well. I would say that London came together. I mean, it's kind of our spirit. If something happens, everyone in London gets together. Okay, this is what I feel like. I feel like the news really pushed on the negative of Grenfell. And I feel like communities did help out a lot. Like, if you speak to some victims, they did get hotel rooms with their, like, kids and stuff. I think the news were very selective on who they choose. So I do feel like a bunch of people did receive the help that they need. And obviously there were some that were neglected. Um, I believe that the people in society kind of glued themselves to each other. You saw a lot more people coming together, helping each other, trying to make sure that everybody has stuff which they'll need for this foreseeable future and people realise that this could happen anywhere to anyone and that people need to stick together. Um, I'm pretty sure Psycho Entertainment actually released a single. It was a cover of A Bridge Over Troubled Water and I purchased that single. I don't think I really cared that much to do anything about it. And I think most people don't, but they don't want to admit it. Like, come on, like anyone in this room actually donate a fund or anything or give a pack lunch, no? So, yeah. If you really cared, you'd do something about it, but I don't think I cared that much to the extent. And my sympathies go out to people. Um, I donated some money to the charity and I also donated clothes to my auntie when she went to help out. I think more could have been done. There could have been more set up for money to help them be put into more hostels or living spaces. So, of course, more can be done. Definitely. I mean, there's still people out there to this day that haven't got houses and don't have, a sh- like, a shelter over their head and are struggling to live. I believe that if the ambulances and firefighters were more prepared for these kind of events, because they're prepared for fires, but this was a really big one, so I feel like if it was more, like, planned out, they could have saved more lives. After the incident, many charities were set up to help those affected. Some of these charities include the Grenfell Foundation, Support for Grenfell and various Just Giving pages. With the help from the charities, almost £20 million has been raised, yet only 800,000 of it had been distributed. As of now, £21 million has been given out to the families and victims. The group Justice for Grenfell has continued to be heavily outspoken on the incident. On the 14th day of each month, they hold a silent walk to shed light on bereaved families, survivors and the wider local community. Whether or not you come and you, you, you think about the, that night or whether you come and, and think about the community or, or the 72 lives that, that were gone, it's just a reflecting time and it gives people time and space to kind of reflect on the ongoings of life. Other charitable events include a swim for Grenfell, which took place on the 31st of March 2019. Simon Cowell produced a charity single, Bridge Over Troubled Water, where more than 50 artists came together to sing. It was released one week later and sold over 120,000 copies on its first day of release and reached number one in the UK singles chart. There was also a football match called Game for Grenfell, where professional footballers, celebrities, firefighters and survivors all railed together to play football. 
with over 17,000 tickets sold for the match and over £11,000 made through online donations, the match was a massive success for fundraising. Live from Loftus Road, just a mile from Grenfell Tower, big names take to the field in aid of those affected by the fire. Alan Shearer and Les Ferdinand lead their teams to meet for one special game and for one special cause. Game for Grenfell, next Saturday at 2, live on Sky One. It is very clear that the community and celebrities played a huge role when it came to raising money. It's amazing to hear that the fundraising hasn't come to an end over two years later. One example for this was at the 2018 Brit Awards, where Stormzy stated, Denzel, still gonna judge you by the stuff that my friends sell as well. Stories that the tip of my pen tell. No fear, I'ma let the tip of my pen show. That your Theresa May, where's that money for Grenfell? Well, you fool, we just forgot about Grenfell, you criminals. And you've got the truth to call us savages. You should do some jail time. You should pay some Even the royal family got involved. Prince William and Kate set up a charity called the National Emergencies Trust, where they focus on providing emergency responses to disasters in the UK. Two years on and the charities are still running and continuing to raise money for the survivors of the Grenfell fire. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and if you wish to donate to any of the charities mentioned, visit our website www.grenfellbat.wordpress.com. Any amount donated is appreciated. Thank you again for listening.